guys, we are in part two of our series called Undefeated. Um, if you weren't here last week, Travis gave an awesome talk about the source of sin and suffering in this world um, and, what, and what that relates to in Undefeated. And I'm here to talk to you all tonight about um, the fact that you are not alone, all right? And so um, before I dive into that, um, I want to ask a very important question, which is who here likes Lion King or has seen it? Okay, cool, me too. One of my all-time favorites, for sure. Um, and I don't know about y'all, but I definitely relate to Simba as I'm watching it, um, for several reasons, but I'll, I'll tell you two. And the first is Simba finds himself doing things that um, he really shouldn't, right? Like someone says, don't go to the Pride Lands and hang out with the hyenas, and Simba's like, that kind of sounds fun. Um, and it reminds me of a story from my childhood, actually, that I want to tell y'all about. Um, I've always been a huge animal lover, and uh, there was this one time I saw this poor helpless squirrel on the street, and I, uh, I wanted to help it and nurse it back to health. The, the problem is that it looked like this. Okay, but in my six or seven year old mind, I had hope, okay? I was like, I'm gonna bring this baby back to life. So I put this squirrel in a bin, and I bring it up to my mom, who's right there. Say hi, mom. And my mom's like, my mom has like mom intuition and somehow catches us before we bring it in inside the house. And she's like, Kieran, that squirrel is dead. And I was like, no, mom, it's not. And I'm like hitting the side of the bin and, and trying to make it look alive. And she's like, no, that's a terrible idea. But I still tried to do it anyways. Um, and the second way that I relate to Simba, uh, I want to show you all a quick video clip. Um, and then we'll talk about it after. Oof. Yeah, that's right. Um... Yeah, so the second way that I feel like I relate to Simba, and some of y'all might relate to this too, is, is in times when I feel alone or I feel like I've forgotten myself, I often forget that my father never left me in the first place. Um, we're going to do an exercise in a second all together, um, but before then, I, I don't ever like to ask people to model vulnerability without modeling it myself, so um, I just wanted to share from my perspective a few times where I felt um, incredibly alone. When I was 10 years old, um, many of you already know this, um, my dad took his own life. When I was 12, I started being bullied because I just wasn't cool enough. When I was 13, I struggled hardcore with depression. When I was 14, I had a girl who claimed to be my friend tell me everyone would be better off if I just was dead. When I was 15, I had a verbally abusive man in my life tell me I was worthless. When I was 16, I had a guy I was dating tell me he didn't know if he loved me anymore because I wouldn't give in physically. When I was 21, my mom had a brain aneurysm and almost died. I almost lost both of my parents before I had even graduated college. And at many times during these years, I had other moments where I experienced darkness and I had no idea why. There wasn't really a particular reason, but I just felt alone. I could have a sea of people around me, but I just, I felt helpless um, in that moment. And, um, I, I'm sure some of y'all have felt this way. Maybe, maybe the drama in your friend group is constantly dragging you down. Maybe you feel like you're not good enough for your family, your friends, or for God. Maybe you look in the mirror and hate what you see. Maybe you don't feel like living. Uh, the darkness seems so strong. This feeling of alone and loneliness is a thing that we all have experienced on some level where we feel a sense of hopelessness um, and feeling alone. There's something, there's something in our hearts that, that is seeking help. Um, 
But my challenge to you, Jay High, real quick, I don't want to keep you too long, but is do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? And what I mean by that is there's a story that I like, and I don't have too much time to unpack it, but it's in John 5, and it's when Jesus meets a paralytic um, at the pool of Bethesda. And this guy has been here for 38 years, all right, trying to find healing, trying to make his way into the pool, but no one will help him. When Jesus meets him for the first time, the first question he asks is, do you want to get well? And the man says, well, well, no one's been here. I've been trying to get in there. When, when, I, when I try to get in, someone else is in there. And Jesus says, get up, pick up your mat, and walk. Now, I think Jesus has a compassionate heart, um, but he didn't say, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> he knew there would be troubles in this world. He knew there would be hardships. There would be times when we felt alone and abandoned. But Jesus said, pick up your mat and walk. See, it wasn't a physical healing that this man needed, though he did need that, but he needed more than that. He needed the Savior of the universe to heal his heart. He needed the Savior of the universe to be his presence and his peace in the times when he felt desperately alone. Well, all right, that sounds great, but what does that mean for us? If we look at that text for ourselves and go, what, what, do, you, what do we think that God is trying to teach us here? Jehai, I would argue that he's saying if we want to get well, if we want to have Jesus in our hearts and our lives and living vicariously in Jesus, even in those hard seasons where our feelings say that we're alone, because those will happen, I think we need to get, get up and walk. And walk in what? I think the truth of what God says he is and you are and what he is in these situations. I want to look real quick at Romans 8 and then let y'all go. Romans 8:35 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. But listen here, knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Not loneliness, not depression, not anxiety, not death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, not all these things. Nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. The Savior will never leave us, even though our feelings, and we will go through hard times of feeling lonely. But we can take heart because the word says that Christ has overcome the world in these times. All right, this sounds all great, but let's, let's look at some of these common lies right here. Um, Maybe you think a loving God wouldn't make you take such a lonely road. Y'all, the gospel is that Jesus like, died for us. God sent his only son whom he loved to die for us so that we would never walk this world alone. And I challenge you, if you've never experienced Jesus in your hard times, to, to look at your heart and go, have I experienced the fullness of Jesus? Because I kind of want to, you know, um, if you haven't done that. I think... We have a calling, too, as a body. If you looked around, we, we are all the body of Christ, right? If we're believers, we have a unique call and opportunity to uplift each other in the times that we feel alone. What if instead of being a generation defined by fear, we were a generation defined by faith in these times? 
I know it's not easy, um, but there's a, there's a C.S. Lewis quote that comes to mind right now um, that says, our feelings are not God. God may be doing the most when we feel like he's doing the least. So my question tonight is, do you want to get well? And if so, pick up your mat and walk. Christ suffered as we suffered. And the cool thing is, is that through Christ alone, we get to be conquerors. We have that guarantee that the battle is already run, won, even in our darkest moments. And because of that, we are undefeated. So I'm going to leave you guys with these questions for your groups. Uh, what are the lies you believe about yourself or your circumstances? How did Christ suffer as we suffer? And how can you help others have hope even in dark times? Um, pray super, super quick. Dear Jesus, um, I thank you for this time. I thank you that um, we never have to walk this world alone, um, Jesus. And, and you suffered as we suffered. You knew what it was like to be alone. You knew what it was like to be betrayed. You knew what it was like to experience pain. And so you're with us even in those dark, dark moments. Um, we love you and we praise you. Amen.